Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Dare We Say, I'm Ellie. And I'm Louis, and we are siblings. Dare We Say is a podcast dedicated to the interesting, funny, and deeper topics that we all think about, but don't always get the chance to talk about. Join us every Friday as we delve deeper into the important questions. Cool, so today... The question we have is how many friends should you have? And I feel like this is a sensitive topic for me. So I'll let you go first. (laughs) Well, this is also a topic which I think I've thought about by myself for, for a while in my life, mainly just because I think when you, or if you have enough experiences when you're young, and I mean young as in, you know, 15 to, well, my age now, 21, and obviously it's going to continue later on in life. But if you have enough experiences with enough people, you'll go through these phases of, oh, especially when you're young, oh, I want all the friends, you know, you want to be popular. But then for me anyway, I've, I've transitioned from that to wanting, or not necessarily wanting less friends, but realizing that like if you have 10 friends it's not necessarily better than having five friends or better than having three friends you know and i think it for me the most important thing is that it depends what you want from your life and how you view what a friend is you know yeah maybe that's what we can actually start with like what is a friend what would you define as a friend is it someone is a friend just anyone you know in on a like slightly personal level or do you, does it have to be someone that you can hang out with just you two for the whole day and it's not going to be weird or is it someone who knows everything about you I think a friend is someone which you can hang out with for a short amount of time and you can get along and you can like each other to some extent however for me the definition of a friend is a give and take relationship but you can also have conversation which you both enjoy as in I don't think friendship should be one way because then it's not a friendship that's just a person who's helping you out or you're helping them out yeah like for example I'm taking Italian lessons right now and like today was the first time since I started three months ago that I felt like I had a friendship conversation with him because prior to that it was a teacher-student relationship and whilst yeah he knew a lot about my personal life and I knew a lot about his personal life there was some boundary that was crossed today which I think is I was able to give something back to him and therefore it became a friendship conversation and not a other type of relationship. Yeah, and for the first three months, you were paying him to be there and you were receiving something from him. But that kind of relationship for the first three months, just because you're receiving something and he is, for me, it's not a friendship unless you want to call it that. But I think... A few times I've said this to people in my life that if I'm your friend, I want to feel that you're gaining something from me, but I need to gain something from you as well. It doesn't have to be physical, but it needs to be something. Otherwise, what is the point of you being in my life? Yeah, but could the thing that they give you just be company? 
Yeah, but still has to be good company. You know, like there's even right now in my current situation, there's a lot of people which are quote unquote friends in my life. But if I had the option to, they probably wouldn't be, you know, it's especially through lockdown. But I'm hoping some of my roommates don't uh, listen to this now, but they know it. And I think that they feel the same way. You know, it's just company, but like the, the 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 older that I get, the more that I realize that friends is more than just oh someone you can have a joke with. You know. Yeah, and I think you you or one realizes that more when you go through a life change, like you graduate from high school and go to university, or you move country or town or whatever. And then your actual friends that you actually like, you will stay in contact with. And then those that were just there and kind of friends out of circumstance, you never speak to again. And that's when that's the difference, I guess. Would you, if everything changed in your life, would you say friends with this person? Then they're probably your actual friend. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that makes the point that you actually have a lot less friends than you think you do. But that's fine. You, do, you may have a lot of uh, acquaintances because if you're taking our definition for a friend, you don't have time in the day to be friends with, like, proper friends with a hundred different people. You might yeah. only be friends with five people, but that's fine. Yeah, but then that comes back to the question, which is how many friends should you have? How many, if, if your definition of a friend is someone who you know in and out it's a give and take relationship it's someone that you really enjoy spending time with and that really enjoys spending time with you how many of those do you actually need or should you have in your life well for me it also the friend also it's a requirement that i get something from them and they get something from me as a give and take yeah. and for example a relationship that i have in my life right now is one person gives me advice like they're my mentor for a couple things that's for me still a friend even though may, they may not think that but they're still getting something because they're still willing to give me that advice and so they might be getting comfort from the fact that I think they're good enough to be my mentor so yeah. I think it depends it depends what you want from your life and if you're a type of person that cares a, cares if your friends like you properly or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I think, like, when I look back at my life, I'm looking at different stages where I know in high school, for example, having the most friends was key. And I felt like that was so important. And then once I got to university, I realized actually, I don't like half of the people that I've considered my friends. And they probably don't like me that much either. So let's not waste anyone's time and instead put way more effort into the people, the friendships of the people that I do actually like. Yeah, but I think it's kind of a it's kind of a circumstance thing. Like at the moment, I don't have many friends at all, especially with COVID and then moving around a bit. I don't have any friends at all where I'm currently living, but I know I have two or three really good friends outside of my family that, 
You know what? I think for me, a friend is actually someone who, if I'm going through a bad time and I'm unable to give anything to them because of my current circumstances, they will still be my friend and I would still be their friend. You know, and so then when I go through a time where I'm like, I don't know, I just lost my job or I just uh, broke up with my boyfriend or something like that, they'll still be there for me. They're the ones I'll actually pick up the phone, whereas my acquaintances are those who will bump into me on the high street and say, oh, hey, we should catch up one time. That's true. I I, I did write here, though, that it's really... I think making friends is actually really dependent on what what current state you're in. So as you were saying, oh, you're going through a bad time, you you being you now, if you met someone when you're going through that bad time, you're probably not going to expect them to care for you and give you advice and listen to your problems when they're getting nothing in return, right? But yeah. what if you met that person when you were happy and you were in a giving mood and so you guys form this relationship because no one or most people aren't going to commit loads of time and effort and resources to help someone for no return if they don't already if they haven't already been through life situations with people you know and so how much of your luck in making friends or friend roulette is based on who you meet when you're happy right yeah and I think that that is kind of also life, right? Like you're going to get certain things just because you were in the right place at the right time. And you said that one right thing and that person saw you in a different light and decided to put more, more effort into your relationship or whatever it may be. And then suddenly 10 years down the line, something happens because of that relationship. And that's just luck. Yeah. But also, I think you can meet people, you know, you meet people and you just click instantaneously and there's no effort involved and it's just chill and relaxing and and you feel like they'll be someone who's part of your life for a long time. And then other people you meet and it's hard to even have a conversation about the weather and you know you're probably never going to speak to them again. Yeah, that's definitely true. When your personality clashes so much that even if you're both happy you don't get along then that's just someone which you know hey maybe you'll bump into them in 10 years when you guys are different people and you've become similar people and you're on the same vibe and there you go you've made a new friend but for the time being it's not going to happen just like recently one of my flatmates uh, or three of his friends came down individually and I got to see me interacting with all of them which I've previously met and only one of them I get along with properly. But that's just because we have the same the same humor, the same, I don't know, outlook on a lot of things. So we instantly... The same vibe. Yeah, yeah. So we instantly click on a lot of things. We don't... And we weren't both necessarily incredibly happy at the time. But his other two friends were a bit different to me. Or a lot different to me, actually. So for me, it's now, hey, I'm not going to put any effort into that relationship. Because I'm... I don't know, I'm making the assumption that it's not going to work. Maybe that's a bad thing, and I don't know if you do that, but I definitely do it. I make assumptions about, hey, maybe this or this person probably isn't going to work out, therefore I'm going to invest my time in someone else which I'm already close with or a new person. Yeah, I I kind of do the same thing, and I think like my personality is very 
as as I get older and also as I get to learn and and actually accept myself more rather than learn I'm realizing that I'm not a very sociable person as maybe you already know um <laughs> but it's it just takes me so much effort to talk to people even even people who I like and admire and you know but I have to be in a certain mood to to be able to speak to that person so for me I'm very quick to judge on who's worth it because it's such an effort for me that I don't want to waste all of my energy on a relationship that isn't gonna bring me anything or bring that person anything but it's something that I struggle with a lot because I continue continuously like as I'm going through different ways to grow my business and different ways to market myself and different ways to be happy is everything is about people and community and networking and so I'm consistently having this question which is how many how many friends should should I have how many people should I talk to on a regular basis is it okay that I only talk to maybe five people consistently and very rarely do I talk to anyone outside of those five people is that okay am I able to be happy am I able to grow my business like that I don't know because knowing people and having a community brings things right everyone has something to give you and you have something to give to everyone and and also the more I learn about humans in general the more I learn that humans are made to be in communities and like villages of people that help the whole community and the more I go down this route of like digital nomadism the more solitary I become and is that just the evolution of humans or is that me like sacrificing the essence of what it means to be a person you know by not having that many friends I think the networking that you talked about because recently maybe in the past year and a half I've met a lot of people that have helped me in my life or that I've had interesting conversations with or just people that you know are, are, are there on standby and that oh hey I know this person so they may be able yeah. to help me out in the future and they accept that because I may be able to help them out in the future but the I wouldn't consider them friends like yeah I may casually say oh yeah they're my friend to someone but it's just a it's just like a level one relationship right now and maybe in the future yeah. if we're doing the same things it might that that friendship might increase but for now it's just we're like we're just on that need to know basis you know um, and I think that's how most of your relationships in life should be because like the older I get the more I realize you can't do basically anything without knowing people I swear I swear to god it's so ridiculous how easy life gets the more people you know if they know if they know you well and they like you obviously exactly but then that that comes back to it isn't someone who knows you well and likes you your friend and therefore you have to cultivate in some way or another and like you know if if someone came to me and needed something i'm almost immediately going to refer my closest friends if obviously if they have the skills that they need and then if they, if i can't find the closest friend who has the skills that they need then I go and look at my like level one friendships that might that might be able to help them. So the more so the more people that have you 
on their like I don't know what the top level is level five friendship then your life becomes a breeze you know yeah I, I think so I try not to view friendships as these like possessions or like assets in your life but they definitely are you know mo yeah. most of the things that I've achieved in my life are due to me knowing people you know because how how do you get through these these cliques and these groups of people if you if you know nobody right yeah. and just like you said the referral thing nowadays whenever you listen to a podcast or you listen to some youtuber everyone knows each other and it's because they're yeah. all just feeding off each other you know oh all these react all these react videos and all this oh i'm reacting to his reaction it's like <laughs> loads of bullshit but you enjoy it and I don't know why we enjoy it because I enjoy it myself and I don't know why because it's I've watched the video that he's watching but I'm just seeing his reaction and I know that they've collaborated on this they know what they're doing right yeah and they're yeah. just I think I, I think I know the answer to that and that is because it it creates this albeit false but this false sense of community because you watching them, who you're, you watching him, who you already know, quote unquote, because you've watched all his videos, reacting to someone else you already know, quote unquote, because you've watched all their videos, makes you feel like subconsciously you three are a little friendship. Yeah. You know? And 100%. it's your inside jokes. And, and I think that stems back to all the research I've been doing of, of like at the end of the day, all people want is that sense of community. And I think that's why like the world is an upheaval at the moment with COVID because like you have so much less socialization than you normally would, even if that socialization is like, I don't know, talking to a postman, it's still your little community because he's the postman of your town and people haven't got that now. And so they're like fretting about it and and keeping your friendships going takes so much more effort because you have to schedule time out in your day to do a zoom call instead of just bumping into them at the gym yeah that's why it's harder i think people have found it harder over lockdown because you don't have those random interactions like when you live in a city long enough you just like for me now built up enough relationships with my work that i'm constantly seeing people in town but we'd never call on zoom because what are we going to yeah. talk about we just have this small talk and it's nice and we both know there's no expectations for this relationship we just know each other and it's nice to know people you know it makes you feel like you're at home and i guess it's what old yeah. people feel like when you've lived in the same town <laughs> for like 50 years and you know absolutely everyone yeah yeah and i guess those people aren't necessarily your friends but they kind of create your friendship circle and then you can have your few friends in the middle of that circle who are your best friends let's say who you then like <clears throat> go for dinners with and if something bad happened or good happened in your day you call them but then you also have this outer circle of friends too who you guys are both amicable amicable with each other um but wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily invite them around for dinner but I think also like most people who are in that circle it wouldn't be weird to invite them to dinner the only thing weird about it is the initial inviting them to dinner because it's crossing that boundary 
But most of the time someone would say, okay, sure, yeah, let's do that. And then suddenly they're in your inner circle. Yeah, if you invited them, then your relationship instantly like levels up from there because they think, oh, wow, this person likes me enough to, to want to have this intimate thing with me. Even if there's other yeah. people there, like he's still thinking, oh, maybe I'm part of his friend group now, you know? Or he's, uh, yeah. like, you're testing the waters with that person to see, hey, do they do they get along with me for, for like two to, to three hours? And do they get along with anyone else which is there? Because th that's just how new people are added into your close friend group, right? Yeah. Like, I read this book. What's it called now? I think it's called Never Eat Alone. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I gave you that. You gave me that. So you've read it too. So yeah. he talks about how he has those dinner parties. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he invites people around and he has a network. And, and he built his whole career, his whole life off of friendships. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything is based on who he knows, you know, not what he knows. Yeah. And, and like, obviously he's got so far, like we've both read his book. He's, he was like CMO of so many massive firms across America. Like people know his name and that's all from friendship. So I think, but then again, like this is my internal debate that I have because I see people like that, examples like him. And I think, dang, I should have way more friends than I currently have because literally if I had to really name them, I'd probably name like five people, not even. But then also his personality is that of an extrovert. Like he feeds off of these um, communications and he's probably always quite up when he's around people because that is his personality type and he would be really bad at, I don't know, doing computer engineering or something where where you take a lot of focus solo time. And so is the question how many friends should you have or is the question knowing yourself enough to know how many friends you need in order to get where you want? I think that is the question because I was just about to say that in my life over the past year I've been working on because I've been, I've been looking at what do I want from a friendship and what am I actually giving to people? Because I've been wanting forever a friend group, which we can joke and whatever. That's great. But you can joke with everyone, you know, especially in England, yeah. like the British humor is just so ingrained in everyone that everyone can get along in that type of humor, unless you're incredibly serious. However, I'm wanting <laughs> friendships, which, or a friend group, which you can all support each other as well, you know, you're all gassed up, you're all G'd up, even if you're not the one achieving something, it's because your close friend is, you know, and I don't have that right now, I, I have that with my, with my girlfriend, but you need people which aren't your girlfriend like that in your life, and that's what I want, so recently when I've been meeting people, and I've been getting to know people more, I, I'm asking about I'm asking about, hey, like, how did this go? I'm remembering things like that just because that's what I want from people. And I'm not expecting it back instantly, but I'm hoping that in the future when I continue these actions, people are going to do the same to me. And then we're going to build the, like, I'm going to have these connections with quite a few people where we're asking people. And it's not just about, I want to talk about myself. It's about, hey, at the end of the day, you can't live your whole life motivated by yourself, you know? You need to yeah. 
you need to have some external motivators and that may be hey the next time this person talks to me i want to tell him yo i smashed i smashed my goal you know i did so well and for some reason that gives me such great satisfaction in knowing that he asked me and i didn't have to tell him right and I, and that's because i i give back to him as well yeah yeah well i think it's like that it's finding your tribe as they say now online like finding your people who think the same way as you but also like a very classic saying is be the be the person you want to meet and so if you do want to meet a friendship group like that you need to start being that friend and then the ones who aren't willing to give back will quickly become apparent and then you can move on and then those who are who do give back will start to form that friendship group right yeah but it's difficult as well because like also how do you meet these people and then how do you put in enough energy over enough amount of time to create these such deep connections like some of it is genuinely just time someone's known you for nine years and therefore they're going to be kind of a better friend than someone you met six months ago even if the person you met six six months ago is way more on your vibe than the person of nine years well i disagree with that completely because recently i've been meeting people which i barely know and they're giving me way better energy than people that i've known for three years in the uk and that's just because they give me things which i want from a friendship and i give it them back whereas some people you can know them for eternity and they're never going to change because they don't care enough about that about that stuff and that's not that's not their fault that's who they are it's almost my fault for forcing that relationship so hard even though i know that is it's not the one i want at the end of the day and so so i think it doesn't matter it's the same with relationships you know people can be married for 20 years and then turn around and say yo the 10 years was that last 10 years was a waste of my time and then you can meet someone And in six months, you're like, whoa, this person is is on my level. Yeah, but I think that that comes exactly what you said, like from people forcing something, trying to see something that's not there. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, the best friend is someone who can see you for exactly who you are and not try to change you, even if maybe they would prefer someone a little bit different, you know, but you've seen that person exactly as they are and said, you know what? I'm still going to be friends with you despite all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so true. And you're just hoping that the person that you're trying not to try to change is meets enough of your criteria, like for a friend. So you don't need to, it's not really a big deal if they, if they're a bit messy and you're a clean freak or vice versa, you know, things like that. But if it's just a blatant, personality flaw for you then you can't just keep hitting that relationship and that's what I've been finding out I've been spending a lot less time with my flatmates just because what's the point of me investing in this relationship they might think that I'm a bit of a dickhead for the next six months but I don't care because I know that we're not going to speak afterwards like I'm almost yeah. 100% sure on it. And that's not a bad thing, you know. Sometimes getting rid of old stagnant friends is better than keeping them around. Yeah. And I think, like, I was just saying that I'm thinking, I watched this TED Talk about you need to have five 
people in your life and I forget now what she broke it down to but the idea was you need different people to fulfill different types of things in your life and so I think the first question you actually have to ask yourself is like what what do I want and what do I want to be and where do I want to go and then who do I need to get me there and like for example recently I as you know had a bit of trouble with my anxiety and I went to the friend that I knew would be best for dealing with that and I spoke to her about it and she gave me advice that was super helpful and like made me feel a lot better and whilst I mentioned it to my other friends I didn't really seek advice from them and I didn't make it into that big of a deal because they were they're not the friends that I go to when something like that happens but when I miss a goal in my company they might be a better one to go to or or even you know I want to go out and I want to get drunk this is the person I go to you know and so you can kind of segment your people in your life like that like you said you have that person who helps you as a mentor and so they're the person you want you want to go to if you're looking for like life advice but then you might go to your girlfriend if you want to talk about something different and so you kind of have it segmented out based off of their personality traits and so suddenly you have this group of people that can help you in all aspects of life and your aspects of life that matter is completely dependent on you you know I'm not going to be friends with someone who's a pro cyclist because I'm not like well I've probably tried to ride your road bike. <laughs> you, you, you just refuse. You hear cyclists in conversation. Ugh, no. What the hell? I know what you mean, though. You know. Yeah. Like, you're not going to actively seek that because, like, you don't have anything to do with it, right? Yeah. And, like, but, but on that same thread, perhaps if I met someone who was a pro cyclist, I would connect with them a lot quicker because I actually know some cycling terms because of you but I would be friends with them because they have a strong work ethic, for example, and I like that about them. And so then we can do, I don't know, maybe they're a very competitive person and we play games together. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's true. I think like, I agree with that hundred percent because I think a lot, a lot of young people, especially fall into the trap. I know I did is that when you're young and, Obviously, this doesn't apply to people who don't who don't drink or something like that. But I think friends that you make when you're drunk are the perfect example for this because most people find out the hard way that some people are just your drinking friends or your getting fucked up friends, you know. And yeah, until you realize that some people are just that, like you're you're probably gonna be hurt by the fact that the they're not helping you out with other things, but it's not really their fault because they they might just think, oh, Louis just my drinking friend, you know? Why is he asking me for advice? Yeah. It's understanding that boundary. I remember in university, I went through something which was really difficult for me, and I told a few people in my life, and most of them who I expected to be there for me were. And then there was this one girl who just wasn't there for me, and I was so hurt by it because to me I thought we we had a certain type of friendship where we were there for each other but for her she didn't feel the same way 
and for a while I struggled with it so much and then after a bit and, and I spoke to her about it and we kind of sorted it out and she apologized and whatever but after a while I realized this girl I've, I've been forcing this girl to be this type of person that she's not and that's fine and so then I moved forward with that relationship instead calling her when I wanted to go to a concert or when it's when I wanted to go out and gossip or when I wanted to go camping and just like not think about anything you know and we had some great times after that but it was because I stopped trying to imprint onto her that she needed to be this philosophical like I can cry on your shoulder type friend that she wasn't it's not part of her personality yeah became way better a way better friendship because I knew that and she knew that and we moved forward that way instead of trying to fit a square peg into a round hole as they say yeah that that, that's exactly what I've done you know realize what kind of friends these people are that are in your life and then just knowing hey like don't stop feeling disappointed all the time you know because you're like first time hey not your fault but second third fourth fifth sixth time you're just you're just doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome right and it's not going to happen unless it's someone who previously used to be there for you before or previously did xyz for you and now they only do z you know hey you might be a bit pissed off where did my old friend go but most of the time that's not the case because that person would understand oh i've stopped doing all of this with this person you know yeah, and I and I think sometimes that does happen naturally just because especially like when you're younger, like your age or even younger, when you're really, really, really growing as a person, you're naturally going to grow away from some people because you're just changing. And and even as you get older, like, you know, your example about people who have been married for twenty years and the last ten years has been a bit of a waste. Because you're, well, who you were 20 years ago is a completely different person to who you are now. And I think it's okay to let go of friends in that sense. But it, and it's hard when there's two people who are, who are on a different page. One person still thinks the relationship is really strong and the other person doesn't. Yeah, 100%. But equally, I mean, I had a friend who we kind of lost touch for a while. And then she came to me and was basically like, what the fuck you were one of my best friends and you didn't put in any effort into our relationship and I was like my expectation was uh, we are living in different countries so when we see each other in person it will go back to normal you know because I have friendships like that you don't really talk to them that much you're in the same city hey let's meet up for a drink everything's back to normal her expectation was we'll Skype each week and in the end we end up putting um, effort back into the friendship and she kind of forced me into becoming that type of friend, which at the end of the day, I've really enjoyed. And now we have such a good friendship. And so sometimes it is being that person to be like, hey, things have changed, but I don't want them to yet. Or, hey, I don't like this about our friendship. Let's try and fix it. And if that person at the end of the day is on the same page as you, then you can create such a good friendship out of seemingly nothing. I think that's really rare, though. I think that requires a very confident person to be able to say to someone who they're no longer that close with, basically, hey, like, what the hell? Where have you gone? You're 
you were supposed to be like we were friends you know this was a nice give and take relationship and where have you gone and then the way like you snap back into it i think most people wouldn't wouldn't even say that i know i wouldn't even say anything if someone just stopped talking to me i wouldn't just send them a message and be like hey man we were supposed to be friends yeah but you don't have to do it like that like i recently rekindled with a girl who i used to be friends with the first year of uni which is now seven years ago jesus maybe more well anyway i haven't spoken to her in ages and then literally just like hey what's up how's it going like what what have you been up to since we last hung out which was forever ago and we had a conversation and like maybe we won't talk again for another 10 years or maybe we'll start talking more now and kind of rekindle the friendship because yeah. we've had some time apart and now we're kind of moving in the same direction and so it would be nice to talk again and it, it's almost like a new friendship you know a new friend yeah even though it's someone you knew before and it's easy to start talking to them because you have these past experiences that you can kind of small talk your way and then by the time you've done that you've had new experiences and you ha- realize what each other's hobbies are so it's not that kind of awkward fear that people have when they first meet someone i think yeah I, I, yeah sorry i was just gonna say that i do think like if people are having trouble with, oh, I feel like I'm such an introvert because that's exactly how I felt. I hated meeting new people and I hated just the fear of like being shut down by people and stuff. But one thing that has really helped me, which I didn't even know would, was my job as like a courier or just delivery driver, I guess, um, in UK, is that like you have so many opportunities every day to talk to people that you're probably never going to see again. And I think it helps you build up such a big confidence because Mm. if someone rejects you, they just close the door and you go away. And I don't mean reject as in you're actually asking them something. I'm saying you might make some small talk, you know, and it just gets you used to that conversation with brand new people, new faces, you know, people are going to react differently, but it's a great way to, almost like get your rejection tally up so that you're fine with it because i think too many people are fearing that rejection when they're trying to make new friends yeah and i think on that note as well like most people will not reject you because i think so many people are craving exactly what we're talking about which you know this whole episode kind of feels like we're asking for more friends (laughs) but (laughs) Please. please be friends with us but like I think like everyone I talk to, if you actually speak to them about this kind of wants more friends, but doesn't really know the way to go about it or not necessarily they want more friends, but they want more friends like them or a certain style, you know, but I remember I knew this one guy and he was like the most American guy you could ever meet in the sense that he was very outgoing, very like in your face, but super happy all the time type of personality, right? And this guy did not care about walking up to complete strangers. And we'd be walking around, and this was in Spain, right? So he he wasn't speaking to these people in Spanish. He was speaking to them just in really loud English. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, the first few times he walked up to people, like, I'm so embarrassed, kind of, that he's just talking to this complete stranger. But he would just be like, oh, hey, like, I like this, or like your dog, or 
I like your car or something like find something that he could say or like hey we're talking about which restaurant to go to which one will you recommend and and I saw so many times just by hanging out with him that these people would immediately as as he was approaching them kind of straighten their back like kind of want to get away from the situation but as soon as he came in not wanting anything from them and genuinely just trying to be a nice guy having a chat people just loved him and people were so happy to chat and we had so many great conversations that ended in like nights uh going and having some wine or coffees or like someone taking us around their secret part of wherever you know like people opened up to us immediately just because he showed them one minute of complete vulnerability which is like hey I'm gonna come up to you and I'm gonna talk to you and like you'll have to reject me hard if you don't want me to be here and so after seeing that so many times I was like you know what out of the 500 people you do that to one person might be like fuck off and the rest of them are gonna be like oh wow like this is really nice you know yeah yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think people assume that if you're an extrovert, you're going up to people and you're saying some crazy shit. And if you are, then yeah, people are probably going to reject you more and be like, hey, no, I don't want to speak to you. But if you live in a place which, you know, is safe and people aren't like worried about random strangers talking to you, for example, if you're a guy, don't go and practice talking to random people at night and only speak to women you know do it in yeah. do it in the daytime do it in a crowded area where people feel safe because there's a crowd around them and that's exactly why people feel safe when i talk to them at the door because they're in their house and i'm outside you know and i'm not yeah. i'm not stepping towards them as if i'm trying to enter their house or harm them or any way i'm literally just having like i'm like you said making myself vulnerable and I think a lot of people, it makes just that one minute of interaction, it makes them happy, especially in lockdown when I might be the only person that they speak to in person that day other than their their kids or their wife or their husband, you know? And I think it yeah. makes a big difference in in your life and in their life because it really just takes one interaction or one compliment from a stranger, which it, it, it can make your day, it can make your week, and you don't really even know it. Yeah. And I think you can, you don't have to start by, I mean, in your position, yeah, it's good because you're, you have to speak to people whether you like it or not, you know, but like someone in my job, for example, who works completely remotely, I'm not, if I wanted to speak to someone in person, I would have to really go out and go, just go to the streets and, you know, find something to talk about. Yeah. But and and that seems really scary. And whilst, like, it doesn't actually have to be, as I found out from that American guy, equally, you don't have to go and do that. You can just go and, you know, message that person you haven't spoken to in 10 years and see what they're doing. And chances are they're going to be like, wow, this person from my past messaged me and this is so cool. And, like, let's chat, you know, and it could lead to something. And, or message the person you just met and or even like you meet someone out through a friend and instead of just leaving you can say hey let's go and get coffee because you're an interesting person like if someone said that to me I'd be like fuck yeah let's go yeah that sounds great 
but it's just making that first move and like making yourself vulnerable enough to to put yourself in a prime position to get rejected chances are you won't be but you might be that I think inhibits people from even trying to make friends yeah and I think it's good for people if they're listening to this and they're thinking oh these people Ellie and Louis seem to have it all figured out well clearly we don't right because we're talking about oh we want more friends and things like that and we're not speaking about oh I speak to 10 random women every day and they all say uh, nice things to me no it's not like that but I think it's I think people misunderstand that you have to you have to like have something to have a connection with someone right like you can't sit in your house all day and not be passionate about anything at all and not have any hobbies and expect to be able to speak to people and then uh, form that relationship unless it's incredibly lucky because what are you going to talk about what are you going to do you know if you don't like eating out at all like you can't say yes to that coffee and if you don't have any hobbies that's the main way people meet their friends right through their hobbies and through the activities yeah. that they like and I think it's also like like you said right at the beginning the give and take relationship like I have a friend who's just started a new business and so it's really nice for us because we can share resources with each other about running an online business. And that's elevated our friendship so much because suddenly we have this one, this thing in common, one, two, this thing we do every day that's the same, and then three, ways that we can so easily help each other. Hey, read this article, read this book, you know? Like, it's so, it's so like easy. Whereas if I had a friend who was into horseback riding and knitting, like I can't help them with either of those things. They can't help me with the things that I'm into. And suddenly the friendship becomes so much effort. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. And uh, what I was going to say about that was, you know how I was speaking before about sometimes friendships are almost like, on hold but you're making the this effort because they're a long-term friend and for the person that you're speaking about i i can't imagine how she may have never thought about it but if she does think about it i can't imagine how almost grateful she is of herself that she kept in contact with you because you were the main reason that she started the business in the first place obviously she had to have the idea but she had the inspiration from you and everything and 10 years down the line, she may think, shit, like Ellie's changed my life here because basically all you did was stay friends with her and you put in that effort. But it, yeah. it could have gone two different ways that she did no small things throughout the time between you starting your business and now, and she's still stuck where she didn't want to be, you know? Yeah. Well, I hope she thinks that in the future. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great. Well, I, I'm sure she. No. I'm sure she will. And then your relationship may even change a bit to be like, you know, how I was talking about my who I consider to be my mentors, even if they don't know it. <laughs> um, yeah. She may think that, and you don't even know it. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just talking crazy things. Here, yeah, but. but- but I get your point, like you, we were in each other's life and then I happened to give her something without me even realizing and her even realizing. And I'm sure it happens 
all the time that we're not we don't even notice but where we see an example of something or for me it happens in the sense of like well pre-covid when I was traveling around these people who I like you know last spoke to in high school but then they live in New York and I was in New York and so we we met up and I had a good time and I got to see like what they do like a day in the life of a New Yorker you know in real life not on a video and and that was like a great thing that could stem into a great relationship and one of them did stem into a great relationship then now we talk quite often but they I would have never even I would have just gone there as a tourist had I not had them as my like on hold friends yeah yeah, and because you both didn't have expectations, it's fine. They can be on hold. Yeah, but then it also took, like, you know, I, I know these people were in New York because I see them on social media, and that, and so I just messaged them. And some I think some people wouldn't want to do that because they'd be afraid that, oh, what if this person doesn't want to see me? And it's happened to me before. I remember I was in Seattle, and I knew this guy who lived there, and so I messaged him, not even to meet up. I was just like, what are, what are some good things to do in Seattle? No response to this day. <laughs> but, you know, that's one in a million. Every other person I've messaged has usually met up with me, if not given me like 10 different things that I can do in their town. Yeah, and if they, if they don't respond, then what have you missed? Because yeah. if they didn't respond, they might just... It might just be a coincidence, but maybe they just don't want to be friends with you or they don't care enough. Just like I've had a couple opportunities which I'm trying to chase and I don't really care if it sounds needy or that I'm just trying to get things out of these people because these are things which we talked about when I knew them. And so I'm not, at first I was scared. I was like, no, I'll wait until, you know, maybe they might contact me, but no man, like, no one's no one's going to contact you about shit if it's yeah. purely benefiting you. You know, why? Unless this person already previously knows you quite well or is just incredibly generous, why are they going to take the time out of their day to remember that even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And people understand if you do chase them because they would need to chase someone too for the same thing, you know? Yeah. Like... At the end of the day, we're all very similar. And at the end of the day, we're all looking out for ourselves first or primarily. And then everyone else comes second. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so I think basically what we've said here, and I think we're on the same page this time, not like last episode, but how many friends you should have is the maximum amount of friends that you can have provided they are friends that are giving you something that you want in your life whatever that may be and you are able to give them something right yeah and that you don't have or you're not taking too much time out of your day week or whatever to maintain these friendships because it shouldn't be like that that it's cutting into other time you know whatever that be relaxing time or working time well, I think like no, if you're spending if if you have a friend that expects you to call them every single day and you don't want to, 
then no, you shouldn't be friends with that person. But some people like to call someone every single day. And so maybe you two are a match made in heaven, you know? So I think it's knowing, knowing what you want and what you're willing to give for what you want in return, then you can choose your friends accordingly, right? Yeah, the friends have to fit your lifestyle. So yeah. I think if if someone's if you're friends with someone purely because you have the exact same interest and they are gonna be able to help you with that, you have to think, hey, if this person's taking up some ridiculous amount of time in my life, is it better if I just do it by myself or find someone else? You know? Um but not yeah. obviously not all friendships are like they're not all efficient friendships like it shouldn't be like that otherwise you wouldn't it wouldn't be fun to have new friends yeah because I think like some some of my friends I like because they're a good time you know and yeah sometimes one of us will be going through something and we'll be there for the other and sometimes we're achieving our goals and we're celebrating each other but majority of the time it's just a good time and we're just enjoying our life and keeping each other updated and that my calls with them maybe once every two, three weeks are not efficient. I'm not learning anything. I'm not giving them anything. They're not giving me anything per se, but we're just enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And I think that's fine too. That's good. But if it fits both of us, we both want to be on that call at that time. And it's not a chore. It's not like, oh, I got to go call this person. We're just enjoying our time together. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. All righty, folks. That's all today. Join us for another episode of Dare We Say next Friday, where we'll talk about what the most important attribute of a person is. <laughs>